stay on top of the latest business and investment trends in ed tech. In this podcast, your host, Todd Hand, talks with thought leaders, executives, and investors to explore the latest in the education and technology space. Welcome to EdTech Leader Interviews. Hi, this is Todd Hand with BSG Team Ventures. Joining me is Seba Ali. Hi, Seba. Hi, Todd. Okay, we've done this before a couple of times. Uh, we are going to talk about the, the role of CFO. It is a creative position. But first, for the people watching this that are not familiar with KIPP Texas Public Schools, what is the organization and what is the organization's mission? Yeah, so KIPP Texas Public Schools has a mission to educate both with academic and character skills children from educationally underserved communities and help them thrive in college and lead choice-filled lives. So we are a school system of almost 28,000 kids in 52 schools across Texas, and we are very, very focused on ensuring that our children have all of the tools and skills and the development that they need to be successful in life and lead lives of choice. In terms of our history, KIPP started back in 1994 by two, it was started by two Teach for America alumni, Mike Feinberg and David Levin. And um, Mike and Dave were fifth grade teachers through Teach for America in Wilson, Houston. And, you know, their kids would stay after school, they would come in for extra homework, they would come in on Saturdays to do extra learning when they were in their classrooms. And when they went off to middle school and left Mike and Dave's classrooms, they kind of started falling back into the things that typical middle school kids do. And so rather than blame the middle schools, Mike and Dave decided to start a middle school program. They started KIPP in 1994 with 47 children um, in one classroom and then grew to a school in Houston and a school in New York. And, And then KIPP started replicating from there Uh, in the early 2000s. Today, across the country, there are over 200 KIPP schools serving 90,000 kids um, in 20 states in D.C. Here in Texas, we were operating as four independent KIPP regions for the last 15 years or so. Each region, Dallas, Houston, Austin, San Antonio, sort of grew on its own, its own 501c3, its own board of directors. And 18 months ago, the four executive directors from these four regions, we met at a restaurant called Legal Crossings in Boston, and uh, we were at a KIPP conference, and we realized, one, we didn't talk to each other very much. We were so busy running our own systems that we actually didn't interact and share best practices a whole lot. And so over dinner, we had an opportunity to do that at a conference, at a KIPP conference, where we were coming together to share best practices. Um, And we started to ask ourselves, you know, what are our goals? What are our goals for our children in Texas that we serve, our KIPsters, um, 10 years from now, 20 years from now? What do we want to do? And we realized that all four of us wanted the exact same thing for our kids. We wanted to improve student outcomes and serve our kids better, and we wanted to grow to serve more kids. There are currently over 1.3 million educationally underserved kids in the state of Texas. And so we said, what if? What if we were able to do that? What if we were able to change what's possible, what people think is possible for kids across the entire state? 
what opportunity would that provide our kids? And so we started to dream. And, you know, if you think back to our history in education, back 25, 30 years ago, before, you know, before there was a KIPP, before there was a Yes Prep or an Uplift or any of the other big charter schools, um, there were individual teachers in classrooms who served low-income kids who were sending their kids off to great places and doing amazing things with their children. In fact, you know, many of us probably remember Jaime Escalante and Stand By Me and how his kids from South Central LA took the AP exam and passed. And it was this big deal, such a big deal that it made a movie, right? We made a movie after it, Hollywood Blockbuster. And so it was that rare that people thought that low-income kids could pass AP tests and go off to college. And so we started to see back in the day more and more classrooms that were able to accomplish what Jaime Escalante did with kids from the communities that we serve. And then we started to see schools pop up. That's when KIPP started now almost 25 years ago. Yes, PrEP started, Uplift, Aspire, Success Academies in New York. We started creating these individual schools where kids, you know, we'd send all of our kids off to great schools. And it was so rare at that time that these individual schools could do that, serving low-income kids, that 60 Minutes got a hold of what KIPP was doing and did a whole segment on KIPP. And that's what actually started our replication process. And what's been great is the naysayers said, well, that's great. You can do it one classroom at a time, or you can do it one school at a time, but you can't do it for a system of schools. And so KIPP started to replicate, and we started to show that around the country, a small school district could do it. We already knew this. We know that our kids can learn and at the highest levels. We already know that about our kids. But now we were able to say, yeah, as a district, we can do that. Today, the naysayers are saying, that's great that you can do it at small school systems, but you can't do it at the largest scale. And so at KIPP Texas, we're actually out to prove that we can't because we already know our kids can. We already know our kids can achieve at the highest level. And so we're actually out to prove that, one, we can serve our kids better and shoots for a 75% estimated college completion rate when kids leave us, that they're, you know, at least 75% of them will be prepared to graduate from college and have the skills to do so. And the other 25% will help place in career options that really make a lot of sense for them if they're not, if college isn't the best option for them. And that we can serve more kidsters. We have a lofty goal of getting to 100,000 kids across and so when going back in our history, when the EDs came together 18 months ago and we said, well, we want to improve student outcomes and we want to serve more kids, we came up with these goals, right? What if our kids graduated to KIPP with a 75% estimated college completion rate? What if we served 100,000 kids? And we started to explore different ways to actually to do that, to achieve those goals. And we looked at everything from a loose collaboration between the four regions like we already had to coming together to become one organization and through a lot of debate a lot of conversation at the board level at the staff level in the community with our students with our parents what we realized is the best opportunity we had to reach our big hairy audacious goals was actually to come together as one organization and merge and so that's what we've done as of july 1st what kind of leader are you? How do you set the culture? What is your value system? So I really believe in two things. One, leading from the heart um, and really valuing our employees as whole people. And so we put a lot of love and care and 
time into our employees. We have very tight relationships. We call ourselves a team and a family, and we really mean it. And that is very, very important to me in terms of how I set the culture. I'm also, I move really fast and I expect great results. And so I give my direct reports a lot of freedom to uh, set direction and to implement in the way that they know how. That's why I hire experts and really smart folks. And I expect results and I hold people accountable for them. And, and so uh, I think of myself as a strategic thought partner to my direct reports. And I think we all drive really hard and fast for the best results for our kids. Mission alignment, I know, is really important to you. What does mission alignment mean to you? Mission alignment means a true belief that every child who we serve can and will be successful in life and lead a life of choice. And so to me, that means that we put children first every single time, even when those decisions are tough and not necessarily in the you know, create the best financial picture. And we may sacrifice what our finances look like to help our children because we know that they need help in a certain way. But also being really smart about our financial picture and making sure that we're healthy because otherwise we won't be able to serve our kids. I love the stories when Kipsters graduate from college and they circle back and they ask you and other people within Kip to attend their graduation ceremonies. Yeah, I mean, I just attended... Actually, in the back behind me, you can see a diploma and a picture of me with one of my alumni who graduated from college, and I was at her college graduation for her a couple of years ago. I recently, just in May, attended the Yale graduation and was fortunate enough to see one of the founding kipsters from the school I started in San Jose, California back in 2004, graduate and walk across the stage. This is a kid who went to Yale, first in her family to go to college had never been that far away from home except on her seventh grade college trip where we took the kids to visit colleges around the country. And when and that's when she decided she wanted to go to Yale. She kept her heart set on it and her mind set on it and got in and persisted and graduated. And so it was absolutely heartwarming to just watch her walk across the graduation stage. It brings tears to my eyes to think about it. But I think what was even more heartwarming was to be standing hand in hand next to her parents and see, see the look in their eyes and, and just hear their excitement when my student walked across the stage. I mean, this is a way to impact lives for generations to come and to be a trailblazer. No one in our industry has, at our size, done a four-way merger and then, you know, aspired to grow from there. I mean, this is the first. This is the first. We are the trailblazers and we can prove what's possible for kids when we come together like this and pool our resources and are really smart and efficient. And, and I think we're going to really be able to hit our goals. And we're talking some big numbers here. The, the current annual revenue is around $300 million? That's correct. And when you start to multiply that two and three and four times, you're getting up to some, you know, some pretty big numbers. And so this is, this is a, a very big job. Absolutely. I mean, like I said, we serve almost 28,000 kids today with 3,000 employees with, you know, revenue base of about 300 million. And we're, we're just growing fast. Okay. We'll leave on this last question. And this is a question that I know you're familiar with. And we ask all of our executive candidates and their video interviews, something about themselves that you would not put on a LinkedIn profile. Uh, maybe it's a hobby, an interest. Maybe it's a story of your background and where you came from. Seba, what would be uh, an item about this about you? 
I think it's just important to know about me that education has always been a core in my family. Um, my dad grew up in India in a in a you know in, in urban Mumbai. He was grew up very poor. He earned a scholarship to go to a great undergraduate school in India, and then earned a scholarship from someone we don't know who actually changed the entire trajectory of my family to come to the United States and and to study for graduate school. And so. He spent a month on a boat in transition to come to the U.S. and start, you know, start a new life for our family here with a tremendous opportunity. And so my family, my parents have always taught um, my brother and me that we are incredibly privileged to have the opportunities that we've had and that there are so many, so many people in our world, so many of our kids who deserve opportunity. And so, you know, our job is to create that opportunity. And when I think about the work that I've done over the past 20 years, that is what I am completely committed to, is creating opportunities for children in the communities that we serve. Well, we love working with KIPP. We love being a part of the mission, and we're super excited about uh, this search. So thank you very much. Thank you. Subscribe and share the podcast with industry colleagues and stay current on the latest business and investment trends in EdTech. For more podcast episodes, go to www.edtechleaderinterviews.com. Join us next time on EdTech Leader Interviews with Todd Hand.